Welcome to The Worst Writer in the World, a podcast in which we read stories to you. This is the fourth episode of Gret Binchley and the Adventure of the Women Getting Abducted by Crabs, which includes Chapter 7 by Howard. The continuing adventures of Gret Binchley, the soft-boiled private dick with a crippling fear of pies. Okay, here we go. Having lost the power to make crabs go big, <laughs> having lost the power to make crabs go big due to the world's world's over reliance on science, Inuku, the god of making crabs go big, <laughs> plots to destroy all technology and thus regain the power of making crabs go big. <laughs> Via a cunning and in no way convoluted plan. That's, I'm, I'm glad you thought that about the plan. Though, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. It, it was cunning and, but, and yeah, not at all convoluted, yeah. wasn't it? The plan, which spans over five millennia, requires Inuku to gather five very special ingredients together for a magic spell. The collection of these four ingredients makes some kind of sense of the events of the previous five chapters. The fifth ingredient is a fucking magic genie <laughs> with the power to grant any wish, presumably including that of destroying all technology and making crabs go big, yep. negating the point of the previous four ingredients and making nonsense of any sense that just got made. Yeah, although I would like to point out that, that on many occasions it's been stated that Inuku is an idiot. <laughs> no, that's therefore, fine. therefore, that is okay. Yeah, that's fine, that's fine. <laughs> I did, have, I did have a section where I compared you to J.K. Rowling here. <laughs> because I, I am that good. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I took it out. I don't want to fuel your ego. <laughs> Thanks. Furthermore, you can't throw a genie into the mix and expect no ramifications. In fact, according to geniestats.co.uk, the number one wish in Wales is, I wish you would turn my wife into an uncastrated male sheep. And with a population of three million, as I'm sure you can imagine, that is a lot of ramifications. Oh dear. Yes. Yeah, that was, that was good. Was that, but was that a, um, a Welsh people having sex with sheep joke? No, that's just people wanting their sheep turn into into uh, their wives turn into sheep because that's they haven't got it. Oh, because they haven't got into, enough sheep. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So it's nothing to do with sex with the sheep. It's no. just it's just they want an extra sheep. Yeah. And they don't want a wife. Exactly. <laughs> All right. That's, so that's, so if you thought that was a, a sex with sheep joke, which it definitely definitely was, definitely was not that. It wasn't. We're just saying that all Welsh men hate their wives. Yeah, because it was un- they wanted to turn their wives into uncastrated male sheep. So yeah. you know you can't not, have sex with a male sheep, can you? Not an uncastrated one. No. Suppose it could have sex with you yeah. if, it's, if it's been uncastrated. <laughs> so it's a sex with humans joke. Yeah, yeah. On the, on, Which is from t- the point of view of a sheep. Totally original. Yeah. <laughs> That's a lot of ramifications. Yeah. And now let's see precisely how many as we embark upon Get Binchleaf and the Adventure of the Women Gretting Abducted by Crabs. <laughs> That's good. Chapter 7 No Regrets. <laughs> At this very moment, Binchleaf is doing exactly what I planned for him to do. I can't remember this voice at all. He is foolishly opening the Hades sarcophagus and has no idea of the craptastic future he is about to unleash. <laughs> so, fella, what you are saying is that the final ingredient is being all released now and shit? Yes. <laughs> and it has the power to grant all wishes and shit? Exactly. And you're here not with the genie. And Binchleaf is there with the genie? Inuku caught a loop of string which he had thrown out of a trapeze around his throw hand. <laughs> In other words, Inuku did a suicide. <laughs> oh, crabs! Three years later. Oh, wow! <laughs> Crapping egg! The wind rushed through his hat 
And although the latest craze was using Google Smells to send an e-fart, this was very much regular wind. Speedia! Speedia! yelled the space wizard, who had grown bored of using the word faster some miles back. Spritelia! he yelled, and whipped his camel harder. If it had been a cow, it would have made cream. Do you see them yet, space wizard Meredith? Space wizard Meredith was that other space wizard one. The one he liked to do in the wigwam. <laughs> she wasn't so keen on that and preferred it regular. <laughs> but she loved him, so she put up with his little idiosyncrasy. Little idiosyncrasy was her nickname for his space willy. <laughs> there they are! <laughs> yelled, yelled Space Wizard Meredith, yes. who was riding behind him, her space boobs pressing against his space back, <laughs> giving him a right space wizard on. <laughs> Uh, well, what are they on again? I forgot what they were on. <laughs> Boobs. No, no. What? what are they riding on? They're riding. On through... ca- they're riding on a camel. On a camel mm. through. Well, they... find out. Was it a flying camel or not? It is actually a flying I camel. I... Yeah, yeah. Because I had a feeling they were flying, but mm. then you said a camel. I was. Just I haven't getting... said flying. You've assumed that. And you've assumed correctly. Oh, that's, okay. that's the twist that's about to occur. Sorry. It's not a twist, actually. Okay. Well, when I can you set up the bit. idea of flying camels. All right. It? So it's not a flying. What are you saying? Flying. It's not a flying camel. Who's? What am I talking about? Flying camel. I'm an idiot. Well, let's find out what it is, Howard. Where the fuck? Down there, look! There you go, now you know it's a flying camel. Ah. She pointed down to the vast sandy plains below. About a mile below... (laughs) About a mile below, a flock of crabs was going sideways and shit. (laughs) Good. And look! From the west! From the west, a swarm of rats was heading in the same direction as the crabs, but forwards and not shit, because when you go forwards, you can see where you're going. (laughs) They seem to be chasing someone. There he is! After him! Fleetia! The space wizard whipped harder, and the camel flapped its wings harder, and then crapped out some whipped water on an unsuspecting Cherokee Indian. Right, okay. <laughs> there you go. It's already making no sense, right? That's not a reference to something that I should be getting, then. It's just what? that he's just crapped out water on a Cherokee Indian, is that? No, no, that's just the introduction of a Cherokee Indian who's oh, unsuspecting. Okay. Yeah. okay, okay. Who's down there on the sandy plains? Yeah, yeah. Approximately an hour ago, below, way below, distant squeaks ran through the dank and dark like lumpy trumps on their way out to the bowl. <laughs> I mean, excellent visual, um, you know, I mean, that's really conjured up a picture in my mind, mm-hmm. uh, that sentence. Unfortunately, it's a horrible picture. <laughs> yeah. Over these past three years, in her official capacity as Queen of the Rats, Susan Cheesnabag oh, had fed a lot of rats a lot of cheese from her bag. <laughs> It'd been lucky she had all that cheese in her bag and that it hadn't just been a weird name she'd been given to hide to her true surname of Smythe for fear of crabduction. The cheese had proved instrumental in winning the favour of the rats and not having them eat her sheet off instead. <laughs> also, during this time, she'd come to an amazing personal discovery. Even though she'd known him for less than an hour, she, Susan Cheese in a Bag, missed Get Binchleaf. Is his name actually Get Binchleaf now? Yeah. You didn't say why, did you? You just... You might find out later. Okay, that's all right. I just, just, again, I'm just checking I haven't missed something. No, you've something. not missed okay. anything. It's just that the main character's name has been changed. Yes. Okay, fine. Yeah, mm-hmm. go on. We'll change it back. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't want it to stay like that. He had come into her life so mysteriously, just like an unexpected item in the bagging area. And then, like that, he was gone again. Just like an unexpected item in the bagging area that isn't really there. I.e. 99% of unexpected items in the bagging area. <laughs> Seriously, there's never fucking anything there. But then reflected Susan... What is more unexpected than something that isn't there, being there? (laughs) 
I mean, if you were a computerised checkout till, you'd probably be surprised too if you looked in your bagging area and found a non-existent sausage. Yeah. Ma'am, urgent news, squeaked General Squealer, waking her from her thoughts. Squealer was a fierce-looking rat. A large chunk of his head was missing, torn away during a collision with a boat's oar. Some called it a nasty scar. He called it a rodent. Good. Thank you. Yep, good one. There we go, reaching. (laughs) What is it, General Squealer? Good news, ma'am. We finally have a fix on Genie. Three years ago. No one was entirely sure what happened that day when Genie the Genie was finally released from the Hades sarcophagus. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, okay. So so that's how you're dealing with it, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, do you like it? It's I good, love yeah. it. It's, Thank you. It's some uh, extremely deft avoidance of the, uh, of the fucking, issue. I'm good if, not, if, I'm, I'm good, if anything I'm good at. Yeah, <laughs> deft avoidance. It's easy to avoid things when you're deaf, though, isn't it? <laughs> No, no, you can't hear them creeping up behind you. Oh yeah, yeah, but it's, yeah, but people say like, could you pick up that chair, please, Howard? Oh, I won't because I'm, I'm avoiding it because I'm deaf. <laughs> Varying reports came in: flying pigs, talking trees, snow going up, and Mister Barrytown trying to catch snowflakes with his bumhole. And there was one account of a thin man flying off on a massive pie with a nun. What was certainly evident was this. So eager after his incarceration was the genie to grant everyone's wish that he wasted no time at all plugged himself into the internet and sent a group email. What happened next went to prove there were a lot of optimistic people in the world. Anyone who had ever believed that they'd won a European lottery that they hadn't even heard of, let alone entered, or that a Nigerian prince wanted to give them a cachillion pounds, or that someone had seen their profile and thought they were hot, was on, finally wait. paid off. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. Yeah. Are, you, are you suggesting that's not real? Because I'm still waiting for this Adriana chick to contact, <laughs> to contact me, because like, she, she just came across my profile yeah. one day. Um, and like, Not one day, but like every day for the week. <laughs> yeah, every day for about four months. Yeah, yeah. And like, she was so impressed that she wanted to to chat online and meet up and maybe like um, there was something about uh, either kicking me in the dick or licking me in the dick in there. I think that was that was the deal. So you yeah, s- she was writing to me as well. I'm afraid that that was a fake person. I think it must have been a robot that wants to lick your dick. Oh, I'm okay with that. I think that's You're the future. Isn't it, it? The, yeah. the future is um, sex with robots, and yeah. the good thing about that is. Um, but their tongues are made nothing, from like actually. are made from like <laughs> yeah. sores or something, aren't they? You know what? A robot yeah. saw tongue licking you. I don't fancy the idea of getting licked by a robot. Um, <laughs> even if it's smooth, it's going to be smooth metal. Mm. It's just like basically just rubbing yourself with a spoon. Yeah, <laughs> I can do that, but I don't want. I don't want to. Well, have you tried? I've never. I've never. Might be all right, I've never right? looked at a spoon and thought, you know what? I'm going to do with that spoon. I'm mm. going to rub myself with it and yeah. pretend that a robot's licking me. Yeah. <laughs> That's never. That's never been an attractive option. So if anyone's listening to this and wants to try that out, tell us how it feels. Uh, yeah, uh, then you're, at the usual address. you're exactly the sort of person that mm. sex robots are being designed for. Yep. Anyway, carrying mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so all those people, <laughs> uh, anyone who'd ever believed any of those things, or that someone had seen their profile and thought they were hot, was finally paid off for their ceaseless stupidity. <laughs> And approximately six billion idiots out of seven billion regular people responded and made their wishes. <laughs> so you're stating that you think yes, there's six, six billion people in the world stupid enough to believe yeah. that um, uh, Adriana actually saw their profile yeah. and wants to lick them in the dick. <laughs> yeah, I thought about it long enough. It was it used to be a, a smaller amount, and then I decided no. <laughs> I think that's like six billion people out of seven are idiots. Okay. And then my friends. 
they didn't look so idiotic after all. Mm. You know, dependent, of course, on how dumb their wishes were. <laughs> Fred Bingo from Dorset still looked like a right twat after he wished to have a dog instead of a head. <laughs> More specifically, he looked like a dead man with a dog trying to get off. <laughs> the world changed completely in the space of a day. It went flat, it went nude, and France totally disappeared. Hooray! <laughs> The resulting strain on granting so many wishes at once, however, blew a fuse in Genie, making his powers almost, but not entirely redundant from the effort. He was left with the power to grant only one more wish, and then he would be dead. Extinct. But he didn't want to be dead and stink of eggs. <laughs> so he wouldn't die. He was a resourceful guy. Like someone who hangs out with Mr Punch and his wife, he always rolled with the punches. And had sausages. Yeah. <laughs> and was a crocodile. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. That's canon. Yeah. 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 He's, he's a, a crocodile. He's a crocodile. Yeah. Yeah. Because he said he was in a green suit. Maybe that's because he's Wasn't a crocodile. It? Was it? Oh, yeah. It was, I think it was green. I, I think so. But he had a beard. Mm, mm, yeah. Mm. So he's a crocodile with a beard. Yeah. Exactly. Bearded crocodile. Okay. Canon. Well, oh, but he's not in a he's not a crocodile with a beard anymore because he adopted a disguise. Ooh. He adopted a disguise and went underground, hiding with that last remaining wish, the wish that might reverse the terror he had inflicted and the pea-covered world he had created. Pea-covered. Yeah, yeah, because of uh, it was a callback to yours. Yeah, yeah, and someone, someone. Oh, oh, you're. I thought it meant that someone had wished for the world to be covered in peas. Oh no, no. That, loads of, <laughs> you just mean there's lots of there are. Lots yeah, of peas so many people like... wish for world peas that they're now the world <laughs> okay, is, there is, are a lot is of peas, right. covered with them, covered with their things. Three years later again. Oh god. <laughs> All right, but that we just went back and then we're back. Yeah, to yeah, three, yeah. Three that was just a, like, that was just a kind of like you know. Flash, a flash, a back. flash now. A flash now. That was a flash now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that'll do. Yeah. And now it's three. Now it's a forward now. <laughs> three years later, in Trevor is Wellgoodland, a small floating <laughs> island north up north of East Africa. Steve G. Eney sat in the corner of the Elephant Cafe. His name's Steve. <laughs> yeah. Okay, good. There's not enough of them. No. <laughs> Steve G. Eney sat in the corner of the Elephant Cafe with his clean-shaven face concealed by a shadow cast from the brim of his cat. Wearing a cat on your noodle wasn't ideal, <laughs> as they tended to dig their claws into your eyes if you moved too fast, yeah. moved too slow, moved, didn't move, <laughs> or existed. But there was no longer any choice. Thanks to Ayaka Furuta, aged five, along with her wishes to swap the words get and gret around, <laughs> and the creation of something called monkey bum faces, all hats were now cats. And if Steve Eney wanted to keep his face concealed, this was the only option. Bit of a weird wish, that, isn't it? I wish that the words Gret and Get had been swapped around. <laughs> Especially for a five-year-old to make. I mean, I can, I can, I can just about get on... I can imagine they're mm. swapping cats with hats. You can see a five-year-old thinking of that. Yeah. Um, I mean, I really, that, does very, yeah. that very much seems like the idea of a five-year-old uh -huh, to me. Uh -huh. <laughs> and what was the other one, the third one? Something the creation of something called monkey bum faces. Okay, yeah, I can see it. That again, that very much seems like the idea. Of yeah, she'd run out of ideas at that point. <laughs> <laughs> monkey bum faces. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it, yeah, the, the the Gret and Get thing that's a bit more surprising. But maybe yeah. she's got an uncle Gret who she hates. Yeah, there's a, there's, a, there's probably a reason that yeah. we're not privy to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I expect so. It did little to make him appear inconspicuous, however, as he had a fucking great cat on his head. People were beginning to notice him. So, like a baker trapped in a ball of dough. 
he needed to break free. <laughs> I ought to be ready with video for some of your reactions to your own idea, to your own lines, because there's, uh, I think there's usually one yeah. where your reaction makes me laugh. You, either you look like really <laughs> painfully embarrassed at what you've written, or, or really, really proud, proud like yeah. you do now. I know. <laughs> I know. He slid out of the elephant's trunk, did a forward roll in his poncho. He always rolled in his poncho and narrowly avoided being trodden on by the elephant cafe's massive feet. What kind of person wishes their cafe is a fucking elephant? Is something he didn't think, because he knew the answer. Yeah. How did he? Well, surprise, surprise, Steve G. Eney was secretly Genie, the Genie. <laughs> I'm a fucking Genie! He barked to no one in particular. Catchphrase. And entirely at odds with his attempts to hide. One of the lesser-known side effects of being a Genie is, of course, Tourette's. <laughs> then, before anyone could rub him... He leapt into a teleportation booth, dialed a random number and disappeared. Elsewhere, almost immediately. <laughs> Move, change in scene. Yeah, yeah, I, I got that from elsewhere, almost immediately. Good, okay. you, you didn't have to be... I mean, the word elsewhere yeah, right. <laughs> very much sums that up. Winning. <laughs> a beeping sound beeped, and an orange light winked orange and not orange. Chen Ko clacked the pincers of his claws together excitedly at this development and scuttled quickly from the computer control room to inform his glorious leader. As he hurried along the marble corridor, he passed other crabs going in the opposite direction, never knowing, of course, who it was until they were face to face. And then, as quickly as they had made eye contact, they were gone again. This made it far easier to ignore crabs, if he didn't like crabs, <laughs> and saved both parties from that long, awkward forwards movement, pretending to be interested in the floor and not to have seen one another coming. The walk that front scuttlers were forever doomed to endure. Being a crab, no nodding or smiling was necessary, and no chit-chat about the tide. It was for this very reason, in fact, the crab's naturally insular and guarded nature, that they had invented sidewards. You've really explored the, what it's like to be a crab yeah. here, haven't you? You've really got into the mind of a crab and, and focused very much on the fact that they walk sideways and yeah. nothing else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's their character. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Before crabs, there was no sidewards, only backwards and forwards. And sideways, of course, but that was stupid and not all the same. It was spelt different for a start. Jenko reached a large decorative door and scuttled under it and into the throne room. Anuku looked down on the pointless small crab. What is it? He asked grumpily and did a yo-yo go down and wobble around and fell to come up again move. <laughs> Chen Ko clacked his pincers together in a sporadic and seemingly random manner, but which was actually Morse crab for Genie just used teleporter. Inuku shot out of his throne and almost swallowed his chuddy. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Hooray! <laughs> oh, you better explain why I found that quite so funny. <laughs> go on. Yeah. Or shall I go for yeah, it? Yeah, do it. All right. So was it last week? It was a couple of weeks ago. A couple of weeks ago, yeah. um, Howard told me that he'd written down the word chuddy <laughs> <laughs> on his phone because. Oops, sorry. Because he remembered that uh, where we come from, which is called Coville mm. uh, in Leicestershire, they used to say, and may still say, mm. because we don't live there anymore, <laughs> we try and avoid visiting. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, but they certainly used to say when we were kids, chuddy, chuddy. was uh, slang for chewing gum. Mm. So if you've got a chuddy, would be, have you yeah. got any chewing gum? Chewing gum. Uh, now we're posh. Mm. We say, uh, excuse me, do you have any spare chewing gum? Do you have sir? any Wrigley's Airwaves? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But when we were when we were poor scum, <laughs> we would say chuddy. <laughs> and so Howard told me he'd written it down with the with the resolution that he would get it into a chapter yeah. at some point. And 
this is his next chapter, so he's, he's very much and there it is achieved that. Well done. Because as as as, as, I, um, as I told you earlier, uh, I, I I had to go through my phone to kind of like yeah, try right. and desperately try and find some <laughs> something to put in this chapter. And you found the word chuddy. Yeah, and I was like, oh, well, I'll put that in. That can't hurt. It's only one word. It's not going to hurt anyone, is it? <laughs> well, it's been my favourite part so far. Yeah. So speaks volumes really about yeah. the chapter. The, no, the for me, it's been, is, uh, yeah. <laughs> other people will probably have enjoyed something else much more. Where to? He gasped. Clack, clack, clackety clack. Croydon. <laughs> then quickly, let us scuttle, my crab brothers. Yum, 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 yum. Presently, a new. He does a lot more of that laughter in your chapter than mine. Have yeah, you noticed? It did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's because I've got, I've got nothing. I've got nothing. I'm like, I'm trying to make him. Give him, that's more characteristic for him. He says meow, meow, meow a lot. Fair enough. Presently, Inuku's army of 329 small to regular-sized crabs Ooh. formed a taxi crab. <laughs> and with Inuku on board, they headed sidewards to Croydon. So he still can't make crabs go big? No. Okay. He never got to the genie. No, okay. I guess he didn't respond to the genie's only got one wish left. Mm. Although um, the, the spell didn't specify whether it needed a wish or to put the genie in a pot or not. So. That's true. But um, if the genie dies because he cast his last wish, then 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 he can't put it in. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Croydon, Croydon. <laughs> yeah. Nathaniel Mewing Paws was a sharp-toothed and sharper-clawed guardcat. He was currently bouncing up and down as his seat legged it across the vast sandy plains of Croydon. He okay, so so that's a reveal of where yeah. the Cherokee Indian was. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Yeah. Well, London is a multicultural place. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he dug his claws in tighter to stop himself from falling off. Fuck a doodle doo! Yelled Genie as the cat drew blood. Genie had chasing after him this very now shed loads of people and things, including in the lead a deranged and particularly tenacious Cherokee Indian who was intent on catching him and rubbing him. Yeah. I might add that in lieu of a lamp, the way to get a genie to grant you a wish is to rub his head. And this explained the presence of Nathaniel a lot better than before. <laughs> yeah. I'm I, like, going... oh, yeah, sorry, I like that characteristic that you can rub a genie. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. I like that. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that you have to. Yeah. In fact, you're not allowed. You know, you shouldn't be allowed to just ask for a wish. You should have to. <laughs> some rubbing should occur. You've got, to ta- you've got to tackle him and rub him. Yeah. That's it. So you're like, genie, I wish I had a lot of money. It's like you haven't rubbed me yet. <laughs> you gotta rub me if you want a wish. I wish you gotta rub it, genie. <laughs> I'm gonna rub you. I'm gonna give you a good rub. Hang on, who's this? Taunted the unexpectedly Scottish Cherokee. Oh, okay. Perhaps in hopes of not sounding racist. <laughs> yeah. Look at your head. It's such a good head. Who gave you that good head? Your mama. Did your mama give you a good head? I'm gonna rub it. <laughs> Just as the Cherokee was about to pounce, a large blob of gelatinous water fell from the sky and struck him on the mazard. <laughs> The Cherokee was knocked to the ground, and in shock, he reverted to his true form, that of Jimberly Smythe. Ooh! Who, it transpired, loved turning into anything with the word chair in it. <laughs> Presently, she was set upon by a swarm of hungry rats who converted her to dead. Oh. So, that's that over. <laughs> in one line? That was, uh, my goodness. Yeah. It's so, Jimberly's dead. Yeah, but, you can bring her back to life with a wish, maybe. But she's been eaten by rats. That's what's happening now. As Susan Cheesnabag heard her rats chow down on Jimberly, she was reminded of Get Benchleaf, for whom she had unusual feelings. He had loved eating food, she thought fondly. (laughs) 
She remembered him stopping at that burger bar on the way to the British Museum and eating his burger with relish. Both kinds, enjoyment and condiment. Then, with sauce dripping from his chin, probably, he turned and said, Do you know what I think? Yeah. I think if the A-team embarrassed themselves by letting Face get kidnapped, in order to save Face, they'd need to save Face. <laughs> I also think this burger needs more dead cow in it. Thinking of him made her feel warm, as though her sheep were an expensive duvet, and she was instantly less repulsed at the sound of rats eating her sister's throat. Ma'am, we have him, squeaked Squealer, and it was so. Twat yoghurt, yelped the genie, and he was so terrified, he shat out a dick turd. <laughs> I've no idea. Just put it in there. Just put it in there, fishing, hoping. Okay. He had been centred by three bands of predators. It was like the jewel in the good, the bad and the ugly, only with a genie in the middle. He wasn't cornered, you see, he was centred. Okay. Inuku stood at one corner of the triangle with his army of 311 small to regular sized crabs. 18 had gotten lost on account of not looking where they were going. The Rat Queen and her army of a thousand rats stood at the second corner of the triangle. And the Space Wizard and Meredith were sat astride the winged dromedary at the third corner of the triangle. Genie looked to the fourth corner in hopes of escape, but geometry denied him. He was trapped, like a rat. Only not like a rat, because being a rat right now would have put him on the best side. He was trapped like a genie in a bottle, only there was not a bottle. He was trapped like a genie in a nottle. <laughs> the wish is mine, demanded Anuku. My crabs will go big if it's the last thing they do. Miam, 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 miam. No, Inuku. The <laughs> wish is mine. I shall use it to cancel all the previous wishes, well, hang on. retorted the space wizard his accent slipping yeah. <laughs> and betraying his French roots and main secret desire to bring France back. Ah, good. No, the wish is mine, yelled Susan, cheese in the bag. What do you want it for? <laughs> what do you want it for? Not telling, she replied, her sheet turning a little red with embarrassment. Or maybe she had a nosebleed and didn't tell. First one to rub the genie wins, she said. <laughs> then... Charge! And they all charged. <laughs> what is Susan Cheesnabag's secret reason? Is it bumming? Will the genie escape or will he get rubbed to death? And really, is that such a bad way to go? And finally, if he does get rubbed out, who will do the rubbing? Find out in the next hopefully shorter and more sensey-making chapter of Gret Binchleaf and the Adventure of the Women Getting Abducted by Gret. Thank you for listening to Gret Binchleaf and the Adventure of the Women Getting Abducted by Crabs on the Worst Writer in the World. How much did you enjoy that one, Howard? Um, well, you know how a crab is small, <laughs> usually, yeah. but you know how big yeah. a crab can be. It can go big, yeah. That That's how much I enjoyed it. There's, there's, I enjoyed it as much as the size of a big crab, yeah. <laughs> okay. But wouldn't you like... Even more Gret Binchleaf. Well, yeah, I mean, I am a big crab now, so I've got to. I've got a lot of root. Is that what I just said? I don't know. Let's just imagine I am. <laughs> Let's go. My fucking huge crab, but I've got a lot of room for Gret Binchleaf in my life. So yes, please. <laughs> How can I have more Gret Binchleaf in my crab life? People may remember in the last episode that I mentioned if you sign up to our secret gang at patreon.com forward slash manbycow for only $2, you can immediately download The Adventure of the People Turning Into Books. But what I didn't mention Ooh. is that you can also, for 
for that same two dollars, oh. no extra money, what? you can also get another much, much longer, ridiculously long book, in fact, what? called Gret Binchleaf and the Adventure of the Glow in the Dark Chicken. Oh, what for two dollars? Yeah, which is which is book three. You get both of them and more. I mean, that's just the beginning of what you get for two dollars. Wow, it's incredible how much you get for that tiny, tiny payment of just two dollars. Wow, immediately to download or stream right now. Just the idea of it's making me go even bigger. <laughs> so big. And just in case you're not convinced, here is a trailer for book three, The Adventure of the Glow in the Dark Chickens which, again, you should listen to because I've deliberately designed it to contain extracts which will be referenced in later episodes of Gret Binchleaf on The Worst Writer in the World, just in case you're so cheap that you can't even spend $2 on several Gret Binchleaf books. We, you know, we, we understand if, if you're that cheap. <laughs> right? And so we don't want you to miss out on the callbacks. Wow. Anyway, here's the trailer. <laughs> If you're enjoying this Gret Binchleaf adventure, there are many more exclusively available from patreon.com forward slash man by cow. Gret Binchleaf, the irresistible man muffin and world's greatest detective, according to the May 1986 edition of Brillo Dillo Detective magazine. <laughs> there are already seven books and many short stories available, and we're writing more all the time. Hello, this is Gret Binchleaf, unstoppable sex smorgasbord and world's greatest detective. Yes, I can prove it. I've got the magazine cover on my office wall. <laughs> Gret smiled at the framed cover of Brillo Dillo Detective magazine, his proudest possession, and despite its age, it still looked as bright and colourful as the day he'd drawn it. <laughs> Probably because he'd used such expensive crayons. <laughs> For just $2, you can immediately download or stream Gret Binchley from The Adventure of the Glow-in-the-Dark Chickens, starring Henrietta and Dagenham the Tree Pig. My name is Dagenham. How nice of you to be interested, he said, apparently not caring what Henrietta's name was. This made Henrietta feel a little cheesed off, but she knew it would be wrong to show it, so she did her best to appear cheesed on. <laughs> a 12-chapter story in which Gret travels to the magical land of Underspace. Underspace? Yes. You've heard of Space, of course. Yes, that's where aliens come from. My teacher, Mr. Pillock, says that sometimes aliens land their spaceships on Earth to stock up on crisps and toilet paper. And crispy toilet paper, which aliens use because they have crispy bumholes that bum crisps come out of. Sign up for $2 and get immediate access to this and other Gret Binchleaf stories, as well as all episodes of Man by Cow and much, much more. I'll tell you what I think, said Gret. I think if you give a man a chip, you feed him for a day. If you teach a man to chip, you feed him for a lifetime. Gret Binchley for the adventure of the glow-in-the-dark chickens. Available now from patreon.com forward slash man by cow. <laughs>